Hi, this is Anthony Parent of IRS Medic, and the phrase citizenship-based taxation, universal tax taxation, residency-based taxation, these are all thrown around, but what do they really mean? What does it mean to be, um, to be taxed based on your citizenship? Joining me today is Keith Redmond and John Richardson, and we're going to help answer this question and try to get to a point of what things really mean by how they act in the real world. So, Keith, Tell us um, what's going on with people. There seems to be some confusion over what the difference between citizenship-based taxation and residency-based taxation is. No, you're absolutely right, Anthony, and thank you for this opportunity. It's, um, you know, I get a lot of um, feedback, if you will, yeah. from Americans overseas, accidental Americans around the world, literally. And there seems to be a, a lack of understanding on how the U.S. practices its taxation as it pertains to the uh, aforementioned populations. And there also seems to be a lack of understanding as it pertains to how basically the rest of the world practices its taxation that is deemed residency-based taxation. And I think this is an opportunity for us to really hone in on what the... Uh, tenants are for each of those practices. And I thought that we could start out with what people deem or call CBT, which is citizenship-based taxation, which is what the U.S. practices. And, you know, John, what do you think in regards to um, what really is the way the U.S. taxes its uh, citizenry? Okay, uh, Anthony. Uh, yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for putting that that post up on the screen. Um, well, this is a very very difficult thing because the term uh, citizenship based taxation. Uh, actually, Anthony, would you do me a favor and put the other one up, not toward a definition, but the other one, circumstances of life. Circumstances, circumstances of life. Of Here we go. Yeah. This is no, no, yep. no, 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 no. Let's put the third one. That. Yeah, there you go. There yeah. we go. Let's, let's work with that. Let's there we go. Consolidate yeah. these a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. So, so the basic problem here is that you're right, Keith. Uh, citizenship taxation is a completely confusing term, and it's actually not even found anywhere in the Internal Revenue Code. Oddly enough, <laughs> like the term "accidental American," it's just a made-up term, right? That has no no statutory right. basis anywhere. So, let's talk about what it really, really is, and. I would invite listeners to maybe just close their eyes for a second as I go through this, because the top of this post is actually a video from a conference I once participated in. And about that time, uh, President Obama's press secretary, Jay Kearney, made an announcement that the president is of the view that the circumstances of one's birth should never determine the outcome of one's life. And, right. you know, yeah. And this, yeah. this, I, you know, I use this quote to lead off a discussion about citizenship taxation at this conference. But you know, that's that's really the way to look at it, right? What the U.S. calls citizenship-based taxation is actually defining your tax residency based almost exclusively naturalized citizens accepted, but almost exclusively on the circumstances of your birth, because. Well, you know, you're born in the United States. Okay, that's clearly a, a circumstance that makes you a citizen. Your circumstance—it's your circumstance of birth, though, or you're born outside the U.S. to a U.S. citizen parent or parents. Again, that's circumstances of birth. 
And these are things that give you citizenship, right? Now, the point is that by the U.S. defining tax residency, making citizenship a sufficient condition for tax residency, what they're really doing is adopting a policy that the circumstances of your birth, yes, should determine your tax residency for life. Okay, now just pause for a minute and think about how incredibly absurd that is. That's what citizenship taxation really is. It's it's taxation based on the circumstances of your birth, unless, of course, you renounce, right? And not on the circumstances of your life. Now, the rest of the world is operating on the basis of tax residency that's circumstances of life. Where do you live, right? So I think that a very good way to define what citizenship taxation really is, is, well, the circumstances of your birth determine your tax residency for life, regardless of the circumstances of your actual life, right? I mean, it's, it's really, really quite extraordinary. And if I might add, before I turn this over to Keith, you know, that's, that's how tax residency is defined. And that other post, I don't put it up right now, but the toward a definition for citizenship taxation uh, really defines how citizenship taxation operates practically in this sense, that citizenship has no meaning for people who live in the United States because they live there, it's residents. Mm-hmm. Citizenship has no meaning for income sourced in the United States. What's fascinating is that uh, citizenship, a.k.a. taxation based on circumstances of birth, has meaning only with respect to people who do not live in the United States, and that taxation applied only to non-U.S. source income, right? So this is, ama- I think it's quite amazing stuff if we think about it that way, and I've tried to construct this to give people a way to think about it, what it really means as opposed to the actual label of what people call it, because the label citizenship taxation, as Keith tells us, and he's right, is completely confusing, right? So, you know, when we talk about a movement to get rid of citizenship taxation, what we're really talking about is, hey, it's time for the U.S. to stop defining tax residency just based on the circumstances of somebody's birth, and it is time for the United States to define tax residency the way the rest of the world does in terms of the circumstances of their actual life, where they actually live. And I will close with that introduction. Well, you know, yeah, John, no. this is what I this is what I would say. It sounds like this. So, so if you're an American, you're born a tax slave, but you don't know that until you leave the U.S. Anthony, the only meaning of a U.S. citizenship is a form of uh, it's it's a form of worldwide tax residency for life. That's what it, that's what it is. Right. That's what oh, you're. I mean, that's, what, yeah. oh, that's what we're all born with. U.S. tax resident for life. That's all it means. That's all it means. Right. Yeah. And that keeps it very simple, and it is much clearer a definition and much more appropriate a definition for what people use as CBT. That's a much better definition what you stated, John. Yeah, yeah, I think it clarifies what it is and how it applies as opposed to what it's called, which totally obscures the issue. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 these, these word games sort of get you all, well, what's wrong with citizenship-based taxation? You're a citizen, you should be taxed on it, right? So that's the, you know, that's, you gotta wonder who invented that phrase, right? Cause it's not, yeah. in the, you know, it's not in the code. So it sounds a little bit of like PR. I mean, actually it's a euphemism, right? I mean, citizenship-based taxation doesn't sound bad by itself. Those right. words to go, oh yeah, that's good, fine, why not? 
You know, oh, Anthony, I'm reminded of, of a, a Ronald Reagan line years and years ago where he said, uh, uh, a supporter of uh, communism is somebody who reads about it, okay? And a yeah. communism is somebody who understands it. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I think, we, you know, we could easily say the same thing about this tax system. A supporter of citizenship taxation is somebody who just kind of reads the words, uh, you know, et cetera, and thinks, well, maybe maybe that's good. And the opponent of citizenship taxation is somebody who understands what it really is. And I suggest, it actually lives it. It actually lives it on a daily it. basis. And I yeah. suggest the, the description that I just gave is probably the right way to view this. Right. So having said that, I think it's equally important that we talk about what people call residency based, based taxation. And you certainly mentioned that as you were discussing the, 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 the proper definition of CBT, that it's based on where you live in the world, not your circumstance of birth. Yeah, so of birth versus circumstances of right. Life. So logic for me states that the way for the U.S. to go to RBT, residency-based taxation, is that they must sever citizenship from tax residency. That's the proper definition of residency-based taxation. Am I correct? I, I My understanding? That. I think you're absolutely correct. And I would put it, you know, even more precisely, under no circumstances can citizenship be relevant for tax residency. Yeah. Okay. So the reason why this is so important is that there are organizations out there who are promoting or supporting what they call RBT, but it actually is not RBT. At all, because they don't support severing U.S. citizenship from tax residency. You don't want to name names, Keith? Well, I'm happy to do so. I mean, we have American citizens abroad, Democrats Keith, abroad. Why don't we just Pacific. say everybody except seat? Yeah, you know. yeah, that's fine. Well, and everybody knows who the different organizations are, well, so that's I mean, fine. I don't, I don't so think. So wait a is. second. So, so what's going on right now? You're saying that that, and so I guess so, so. The phrase RBT is being co-opted by things that aren't residency-based taxation, and they're gonna they're gonna slap a sticker on it. Says, oh no, it's it's RBT. Right. And, even though, so what? And what so so what, why why are these groups doing that and what are you they, know I you know and I think you know I think well, I part of it is and you know John tell me what you think on this one I think part of it is is that they just don't have a true understanding of what residency based taxation is that's the only conclusion I can come up with that they just don't understand so they're putting forward something that is called RBT but it has nothing really to do with RBT. Well, I would say, and I would apply John's analogy, that sounds like these are the people who read about it, but don't experience it. Yeah. You know, they're, they're reading about it. And and honestly, a lot of those groups just want it. They're they're not. They no, they want the taxes. They they believe in it. And so they're just they're just they're just looking. I think it's looking they're looking to rebrand um the disaster that they have created. Yeah. I mean that I, I don't know. Go ahead, please, John. I think I think that, that basically what, what both of you say uh has you know, varying degrees of truth, uh, de depending, right? But, you know, to address your question, which I think, Keith, was, well, you know, why is there this difficulty in 
getting people to, uh, you know, understand that you have to sever citizenship from tax residency. And, and the first reason, I think, is that there's a huge amount of confusion between, you know, territorial taxation, citizenship taxation, right? So, for example, you know, one group would say, well, you know, the definition of residency-based taxation is that, you know, non-U.S. source income is not taxed. Actually, that's, that's territorial taxation. Uh, right. You know, you know, not residency based, but that's not, that's, that's not so much the point here. Um, I, I think that broadly speaking, the difficulty is that, that everybody approaches this and to see their, everybody's understanding of the harm of CBT is different. Some people see it as bank account access issues. Some people see it as foreign mutual fund, CFCs, you know, phantom gains, sale of principal, you know, any one of these things. And their concern is, you know, not really changing the definition of tax residency, but solving their particular issue, right? So, you know, if, for example, uh, the designation of foreign yeah. mutual funds as PFIX went away, well, that would be good. What's the problem, right? Uh, yeah, or if right. we look at something like the buyer bill, well, why don't we, you know, exempt people with incomes up to 400,000 and hang the rest out to dry, you know, et cetera. So I, I think that basically, Overwhelmingly, people and groups are concerned with the symptoms, the effects of this, uh, uh, you know, circumstances of birth taxation, uh, rather than going at the root cause, which, you know, well, you know, my view on this, I think that that is harmful. I think it's absolutely wrong. I think it divides and conquers Americans abroad. And I think we can use that as a as a perhaps a separate video. Yeah, well, actually, I think we should end here. Let's wrap this up, because that's exactly right, that, you know, we have this division. You know, people mm -hmm. look for their own little carve out and, you know, they, they won't they, and they won't get rid of the whole thing because, you know, for reasons why. Um, but uh, we all uh, kind of need to unite on this to say because and I think this is the right way to do it, John, to say, look, um, and I love your I got to say, I love I love what you I love your quote here. No person whose life is impacted by taxation based on circumstances of birth should be left behind right another, yeah an, another great quote by another president well you know um, and i'll give well actually anthony let's end with a great quote from from a president okay okay which i think does have some some relevance and meaning here and that is this if we don't hang together we will hang separately oh and yeah. on that note i think we move to the next podcast for let's today. move to the next process what are we going to what, what what what's our next topic for our next podcast what's what well, we're i think do? we might talk about you know different america the different Amer group attitudes of different groups of americans abroad towards the problem all right so we're going to we're going to kind of explain give some texture like yeah here's the perspectives all right that sounds like a really great follow-up okay this is Anthony Parent for Keith Redman and John Richardson. We thank you for watching and be sure to tune into our next episode as we sort of go over what people are thinking and maybe how they need to get all on the same page. Thanks for watching.